Welcome to Write to Publish, your go-to podcast for all things writing and publishing. I'm Karen Stanley, a 14 times published author and the founder of Mabel and Stanley Publishing. Join me as I share a multitude of tips and insights drawn from my own writing and publishing journey. We'll be hearing from some inspirational authors too, who will share their writing experiences and top tips for success. Each week, we'll learn about an aspect of writing from composition to genre and from publishing to marketing. Listen in as we learn and chat about all things writing and publishing. And let's get you on the right path. You right now with me, Karen Stanley. Over the next few weeks, months, hopefully even years, I'll be talking to you about all things writing and publishing and sharing with you some of my trials and tribulations as a writer. I've been writing for 12 years now and I'm 14 books in and published with a couple more in the pipeline. So I've learned a lot along the way. I've made a lot of mistakes, some of them more costly than others, um, lots of them financially costly and also emotionally costly. And partway through my journey, I think I got to book nine and I almost gave up. So I'm here to tell you there is hope. If you feel like giving up, it's normal, but keep persevering because there are things that you can do to keep you buoyant and surround yourself with good people really is my advice to you. So I started writing 12 years ago when I was teaching full time. So I was pretty busy and I pretty much only wrote on a Sunday. I wrote from 10 till 3 on a Sunday every week. And I think I'd completed my first book, which was a a novella of about 50,000 words in three months. So it can be done. I'm not a write every day kind of girl. Some people are. I'm a writing sprint kind of girl, which means I like to section out time. I might section out a whole day if I'm feeling, you know, I've, I've got the time to do that. Sometimes I might even section out a week or a few days, depending on my schedule. Um, and that's how I prefer to write in long bursts. But that's not for everyone. So started teaching, uh, started writing 12 years ago whilst I was teaching. And my initial thought was, how the heck do I publish once I'd finished? I had no idea. I had no experience. I had no one I could turn to. I didn't know anybody who'd done it. Um, And then out of the blue, I got contacted by what I thought was a bona fide publisher. Now, it turns out that they were a vanity press. How did they contact me? How did they know that my book was brilliant? (laughs) They hadn't even read it, let me tell you. But what happens is a lot of these vanity presses, when you are searching for publishing or Googling, you know, how do I publish and all of that kind of thing, these vanity presses are very clever and they will prey on people whose fragile egos have made them to the point at which they're almost going to give up and ask them if they want a publishing deal. Now, me back then, green as grass, didn't know anything and thought, yeah, that's great. Someone's going to publish me. What happened was, to cut a long story short, was that I got paid, I got charged rather thousands of pounds for a product that was absolute rubbish. It was really poor quality. They'd set the price at something like $14, which for a, you know, a small chapter book, no one's going to pay that. I had no control. Every time I went back to them with issues about the editing and the fact that the text was all over the place and the spacing was wrong and goodness knows what else was wrong they more or less just poo-pooed everything I had to say so they were very unscrupulous and I got my fingers royally royally burnt looking back I'm sort of glad I did because it gave me a lot of information and a lot of kind of um, tough lessons that would help move me forward 
I then decided to self-publish after that terrible experience. I removed it from their grasp and I thought I would self-publish it myself. My problem there was that I had no technical expertise. I didn't know how to upload to the platforms. I didn't know how to get it onto Amazon. And in sort of continuing episodes, we'll start to talk about how you might be able to do that, things to look out for and things that you might need help with or might not need help with. So I approached a company and they did all of the technical stuff for me they uploaded it onto the platform they helped me to go live on Amazon I was like this is great you know I felt I felt really reassured fast forward a little bit nothing nothing much was happening I was still writing profusely I think I was on about three or four books by that time and I then had been querying lots of um, traditional publishers offering submissions, getting rejection after rejection after rejection. I think J.K. Rowling got 30, no, 60 rejections, I believe. So uh, there is hope for all of us yet. <laughs> um, and I then got a publishing deal for two of my novels from a small independent publisher. And I actually thought, this is it. I've made it. Hasn't cost me anything to publish. My books are going to be going live. Someone loves my work. They're going to market me. I'm going to sell loads of books. This is going to be amazing. Um, I was wrong, I'm afraid. It was great. The product was great. The book looked great. It did all of the technical stuff that I needed it to do. But when it came to marketing, there was none. And this is where I learned over the years. And as time went on, I learned that actually the marketing is going to be down to you, whether you are famous or you have a fantastic following, then you might get help with your marketing. And in some rare cases, I have heard of some traditional publishers being pretty good at the marketing, but nine times out of 10, the marketing is going to be solely down to you, whether you get a traditional publishing deal or not. And the thing about that is loads of advice out there. If you pay for any services, it's a scam. That's not strictly true. And we will talk about that in other episodes. You may not pay your traditional publisher for their services, but you will pay them in royalties. And I think to this date, I'm still paying my publisher quite a large chunk of my royalties, mainly because I didn't know much about contracts. I didn't probably research my contract well enough. I didn't really know what was supposed to be in my contract. So I basically had to sell thousands of my books before I got a penny. And then even after that, I didn't really get any money from it. And on top of that, the publisher did no marketing. But what was frustrating is as I got better at it and I started to market myself as an author and I started to get my books out there, I thought, well, hang on a minute. I am doing all of this marketing and making sales and he's doing nothing, but he's taking the royalties. So Q kind of I think I, by this time I got to about book nine and I thought, you know what, this is too hard. I'm ready to give up. Everywhere I went for advice, it was either inaccurate or it was really costly or it was misleading, or it was unscrupulous. And I thought, I'd just about given up with it. Um, and then I met my lovely friend, Jo Bartlett, who now is a very, very successful author in her own right. I think she's on several hundred thousands of copies sold and lots of great reviews for her wonderful series that she's written, um, The Cornish Midwife. And she, at that time, was kind of um, struggling to get herself out there and she was struggling to uh, make it as a writer. And, and again, like me, having all of those experiences of not knowing where to turn or who to turn to. Um, and in the meantime, she'd set up her own publishing, hybrid publishing service just for sort of friends and local authors. And she was helping them to publish using the hybrid method. 
I sat down, had a coffee with her. She spoke to me for about five minutes and I learned more in five minutes than I'd learned in five years. I could have kissed her. I was so grateful to her. She gave me so much in, information about the publishing world, what I was doing wrong, what to avoid, what I could do, what could help me, what could hinder me. And basically, she helped me to get book number nine out there onto the Amazon platform using the hybrid publishing method. Then um, a few years later, I decided to set up my own writing business full time. I'd kind of dabbled for quite a long while. I'd still been teaching. And finally, I made the jump and I set up my writing academy. And now I coach writers from idea to published, um, help them to get their stories together, help them to craft their stories. I was a literacy teacher for about 20 years. So I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to writing, creative writing, grammar, punctuation, composition, um, context, syntax, all of those kinds of lovely uh, reading and writing words. I started coaching my authors. And when they got to the point of publication, I thought, they were like, what are we going to do? You know, how are we going to publish? And I thought, well, I'm going to help you to publish. And that was the birth of Mabel and Stanley Publishing, which is all very exciting. So fast forward, Mabel and Stanley has been running two years now, roughly. And I've published almost 30 authors and coached um, around about 20 of those. Some business authors, some poetry authors, some novelists, some children's writers. Uh, from all genres, my only requisite for publishing one of your books is that it's a great manuscript. But I love the diversity of genres that I'm able to publish and the diversity of titles and uh, the amount of different authors I can work with from different um, walks of life. So what have I learned over these few years? There are some scammers about. There's lots of scammers about. You need to do your due diligence. You need to do your research. Although I would say, beware of taking advice from anyone who hasn't walked the walk or talked the talk themselves. Because there are people out there who say, if you pay any money for any services, it's a scam. And that's not true. I learned that there are some things you do have to pay for, like cover design and editing. And however you get published, there will be a cost at some point. It will either be in royalties or it will either be in... Um, services that you need, either technical services or, you know, kind of beta reading or, you know, there, there's lots of services, cover design, all that kind of thing. There are services that you will have to pay for. So it doesn't mean necessarily that just because you've paid money, you've been scammed. What I would say is read the contract very, very carefully and think about what your objectives are for your book. What does success look like for you? Not Joe Bloggs, not the person sitting next to you. What does success look like for you? What do you want from your book? Knowing what you want, knowing what you want to get out of it, knowing what your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, your targets are, that will help you to research and find the right path for you because every path is different. Traditional publishing is absolutely a possibility, but you need to be prepared to query and submit your work possibly hundreds of times over a period of years. If you don't want to wait that long, then you might have to go down either a self or hybrid publishing route. Any advice I could give to you is if it feels like a vanity press, then I would run away. And a vanity press will be charging you thousands of pounds typically for the publishing service without any kind of coaching or support or marketing or anything like that. It's literally they're charging you a lot of money for what is quite a basic service. They might also be charging you royalties on top. So really, if you're in doubt, 
please do get in touch and I'll tell you straight away. Or there are lots of lists out there um, with reputable companies that will tell you which publishers are on their hit list for being vanity press, basically, and which are reputable publishers. So do your due diligence and research, but not everything you pay for means it's a scam. There are different paths for everyone and some services you will need to pay for. And if you want to self-publish, yes, you can do it for free. But if you haven't got the technical expertise like I didn't, you're going to have to pay someone to do it or you're going to have to pay for someone to help you. That's as simple as that. If you can't do it yourself, you have to pay someone to help you. So not everything you pay for is a scam. Just do your research, read the contracts, read the small print and ask around, ask for other people's opinions. But make sure that you take opinions from people you know have been doing it as well, because there's lots of people out there ready to give you advice and tell you what you should and shouldn't do um, and haven't actually done it themselves. Marketing. I learned that marketing is hard. It's a long game. It requires commitment, patience, thick skin, thicker than the skin of a rhino at times. And you have to be prepared for the long haul. There is no magic pill that you can swallow and suddenly you're a marketing genius and your books fly off the shelves. You've got to really think about your marketing and you've got to really be consistent and committed to the cause and get yourself out there. There is no quick fix. And the other things I learned were that editing is key. Don't publish a poorly edited product. It will just discredit you as a writer and your work along with it, as is cover design. People do buy with their eyes. And okay, I've bought books where I didn't particularly love the front cover. So then I turn to the back and I look at the blurb. So, you know, you've got to get it right, really. If your cover isn't on point, then you need to jolly well make sure that your blurb is on point. But if you can get both of those things, then that will do stand you in much better stead for getting people just engaged and wanting to purchase your book before they even um, get inside the book. You've got to get them kind of, you imagine your book is the shop, you've got to get them in the front door. So those things are key. And the other thing is, Surround yourself with good people, okay? Surround yourself with people who will boost you, will motivate you, will know a little bit about what you're talking about, you know, other writers, other people in the industry and and people who you know and trust to perhaps be your beta readers. I've got a very good friend who beta reads all my books before I produce them um, and she's invaluable to me and I, I value her opinion. She loves my genre. I trust what she's got to say. So she's been a real tower of strength to me. So surround yourself with good people and if you can, be part of a writing community. If you're interested in writing community, then um, I do have a, a community group on Patreon that you'd be very welcome to find out about more. And I will put the uh, link to that group in the comments so that you can see if it's something that you might um, like. But on that group, we have lots of resources. We have author interviews. We have guest speakers. We have videos, webinars, tutorials, everything that you need to know about the writing and publishing industry that means that you won't make as many mistakes as I did. <laughs> Although every mistake is a point for learning in my view. So we try to take the positive and um, move forward with it and be grateful that those mistakes have helped us with our journey. So whatever you do, wherever you are, keep writing, uh, stay focused and enjoy it. It shouldn't be a chore. I write because I love to write and I write because I love to read. So I also write what I love to read. And for me, when I write a book, it's as pleasurable for me as reading a book. So do something that you love, that you have passion for, that you enjoy. Um, don't give up. Stay strong. Surround yourself with good people. Seek good advice. 
and keep going. See you all again soon. Take care.